0: It's 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, B-Go, getting you through this Windy City hour, and as promised, man, like I said, I got a very, very special guest in the building with me. She goes by the name of Asia. Yes.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Happy Tuesday. (laughs) That's
0: that Starbucks, okay? Yes.
1: (laughs) We matching the energy. I'm like, I'm just, I'm running off of natural energy. I haven't had any caffeine today. So.
0: Good. That's good for you, cause after this, trust me, I'm gonna crash. I
1: feel that. It's nap time. Period. How you, how you? How you feeling? How you been? I'm good. I'm. I've been good. I've been good. Um, busy. Mm -hmm. Busy trying to see what the next move is and how it's gonna pan out.
0: Oh, I Mm -hmm. mean, and and I feel like busy's good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy's really good, and uh, you be popping out. Yeah, you, you, this, this, this year, you've been,
1: (laughs) I've been outside all
0: over the place. I've been outside uh, to give the, the listeners a little background about yourself. First and foremost, I love your social media handle.
1: Thank you. Who
0: is Asia?
1: Yeah, with an
0: X, okay, A S X. Hey, you can't miss it. So, yeah. I mean, give a little give a little background to the listeners about who Asia is.
1: Oh, my goodness. So, I am a vibe deliverer. I'm definitely somebody with all the energy. As you can tell, this is me on the regular. I'm um, an artist that's been moving around within the city of Chicago. I am from the city of Chicago, Southside South
0: Southside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, I've I've been out here. My previous name was Asia Monique. That is my name. If you know me, that was my actual artist name as well and it's like okay we need a quick little rebrand right fast and so um that happened i think during covid right before covid hit mm-hmm. so um with that being said i mean i cover i just i do my thing out here like, like um as far as music goes uh primarily from what we've done it'll be uh neo-contemporary it'll be straight up and down r&b we just want to make sure that we're giving you just a good vibe because ideally what i want to do is create a uh, just an experience and i want you to uh vibe out with it and i want to have something to relate to
0: i'm gonna tap back into uh you know, innovation and rebranding, because y- you, man, y'all done outdone y'all selves, man. Ooh, this new I'm music sure y'all b- bringing is, foof uh, that's all I'm going to say right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, before before we even get into music, let's talk a little bit about your background. If I'm not mistaken, uh, you're inspired heavy by your mother?
1: Yes. Okay, so shout out to my mother. My mom... Um, I, there are so many things that I can say about her. Like her, her latest achievement, just so we can put it out there, she is now a principal of um, of an elementary school. So she has definitely degreed up. <laughs> mom is degreed up. I shoot, I have honorary degrees with her. Okay, that's how long I've been in school. Um, I went to school with her. But uh, my mother is somebody, especially as a single mom, um, specifically with me. Um, she made it a point to just keep moving forward. She is somebody who was like, okay, what is an obstacle to you? What does that exactly mean? Is it more or less of a challenge? Is it something that is Is this God saying, okay, maybe not right now? Like, what are the options here? And she is somebody that has allowed me to really see what a path really looks like. Again, if it's for me, it's for me. She instilled that level of faith within me. And honestly, she is somebody who understands what a dream looks like and how to chase it.
0: Mm. So mm. when well, you solo you got to you know you got to put some things together and chase them dreams. Absolutely. And I mean with you know your mother being like your backbone um musically how has like what's something that she's taught you that help you know help amplify your music so far?
1: Oh, um a no doesn't always mean no, meaning mm. that a no is a right now thing. So and I think although my mother's a principal right now she came out of corporate America. Okay. So she actually worked in governmental affairs and it's 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 tight ship. So um, you're not always going to get the answer that you know you deserve. So if you don't get a, a yes over here, somebody else is willing to give it to you. Now, once you get that yes, what's the cost of that yes? So again, it's the same with the music. So um, if, even if you know this isn't the right, because it, it happens with us, it's like, okay, that may not be the song for right now, but how can we utilize that? That might not be the vibe in this moment, but how else can we place that? So it's a matter of strategy, In that case. So I think that is probably the biggest thing my mother has instilled in me is just girls and no, but that don't mean it's no right now. Mm.
0: Mm-mm. I want to snap to that. <laughs> it's Vocalo Radio 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko. I got a very special guest, Asia, in the <laughs> building with me for those just now tuning in. And, uh, you know, we, we just briefly talked about your mother. Uh yeah. Do you know your father at all?
1: Yes. Yes, my father's in my life. So um, my father um, remarried when I was three. My mom ended up remarrying when I was 13, I want to say this right. Okay. So I was raised between two different households.
0: Oh, I mean, I mean, how has that impacted you?
1: Oh, it it, in a in a great way. Um, pros and cons. Okay. Because I have a large family. So um, <laughs> I have. How do I put this? It is four of us with my father, and my other mother. And it's four of us with my with my mom and my other father. So, I mean, it's seven of us all together. So it's trying to figure out how you best would put your energy out there. If that makes sense, so cuz it's it's a lot of people. That means not only am I raised between two different homes, 50-50. I already have enough like family even at mm. the top cuz with my mom, mom's 10 of them, like she has 10 all it's 10 that came from that family and it's 7 that came from my dad and them. So just imagine the cousins, the 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 backyard, the cookouts, the the holidays, like we would yeah. have to hop Ever like, okay, well, we got to go. We can only be here for an hour, dup, 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 just to get that going. So as I've gotten older, so I'm like, just imagine my childhood was like, it was cute when I was a kid. But just as an adult, it's like, okay, I won't be able to make that because I have this, or I won't be able to do this because I have that. And so it's it's great to have that level of support as well. I know my family's listening as well, so shout out to my cousins. Hello, hello. <laughs> but they, they understand as well. So I'm like, my cousins are all entrepreneurs. They're um. Either that or they're in corporate and they understand, especially with their own families, what it's like to say, like, OK, I got to pack everybody up. I got to do this. It's just the amount of energy that you are taking away from self as well. So I have had to take a great step back with being involved with any of those family activities. But they understand. I'm like, we still talk mainly my cousins. That's that's my unit. We call this uh, the cousin sisters on my, my dad and them. Um, but aside from that, with my mom. And my immediate family on this side, my, my siblings, I'm very close with them. So it's, you know, it's just a matter of being able to pick and choose when you can, um, keep that going. But that's that's pretty much the balance there. So it's...
0: <laughs> at least you got the family behind you. Yeah. Some people don't have that, you know, and you got a big family behind you at yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not the only talented one out of the no. family.
1: No, I mean... It's Chicago. So I'm like, Chicago, <laughs> you already know the vibes. It's like, that's what we're so hard on ourselves is because it's like we know what greatness looks like here. Mm-hmm. The, like, everybody, like, if you went to Kenwood, you was probably in the choir. You know, it's so like you probably was out here just doing whatever aside from playing sports. So I'm like, just as an example, like, everybody does everything here in Chicago. So it's like, all right, cool. What does that matter to you? What does that mean? So being able to say, okay, although you can sing, what are you doing with that? Or do you care to do anything with that? Or we know you out here playing basketball. Like, what are you doing with that? So I'm like, Everybody here in Chicago is talented, so it's like, what are we doing? So definitely would have, you know, Christmas, we would be singing all the carols. It's like, okay, who's got what part? But.
0: You got to invite me to the next cookout.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: When y'all throw that grill out there, even though some are dwindling down, you got to invite me to the oh, next yeah, even nah, Thanksgiving.
1: Chicago stays <laughs> with the grill. No matter. It's <laughs> 365. Y'all start shivering. <laughs> <laughs> got to get <know> the smoker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that too? Yeah. Now, I got some music loaded up that okay. you landed in our rotation from. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paradise. Oh, yes. Can you break down paradise for everybody before I tap into it?
1: Absolutely. So paradise is mm, paradise is definitely giving you the old school neo So vibes um, as you listen to it, you might be able to relate to it in a different fashion. But quite honestly, this is one of those moments where it's just like, mm, this is I'm, I'm here for a good time, not a long time if you feel me so it's just that's that's pretty much the preface behind the record itself but it has all the subtle nuances it's giving good old just rock feel with the solos which is my favorite part the guitar solo um mm. <laughs> excusing myself on my own record <laughs> <laughs> like i just i like that's, that guitar it's the guitar it just brings it all together so i hope you all enjoy this record.
0: Now, before the break, you know, we, we talked a little bit about your background, oh, yeah. family, how big your family is. Oh, God, yes. Uh, your mother, mm-hmm. your pops. Uh, and, and then during our conversation, I remember you saying how, like, you know, you rebranded yeah. and reinvented yourself. And oh,
1: yeah. I'm
0: going to be honest. Before now, you know, when you went on your slight hiatus mm-hmm. to rebrand yourself, I, I don't even remember the old you. Yeah. This new this new you is Fire! <laughs> I appreciate that. That so, says a lot. <laughs> so, like, what what was the process for innovating a new you and and a new sound?
1: It it was like I need something different. So, um, what does different look like? And aside from doing this whole audit situation, in the sense of and I make it sound like ooh audit. No, no, but it's it really is an audit because you have to take a look at not just what you're putting down on paper, and that in includes media. So we're looking at virtual paper at that in that same um square or box but also what it is that you feel intrinsically so internally what is it that you're trying to offer what is it that you're trying to do how can you make sure that your music relates and or just your overall image relates to who you are so the ask has been okay. As you could do a little more. It's like I can, but <laughs> um, even with the current rebrand, just making sure it's like okay, how can we take it a step further? So it's always like, what else can I do? How else is it that I feel? What do I feel about these colors, these textures, and things like that? That is that is the exact formula that went into this current rebrand. Mm. So um, even during said hiatus, and you know that was a seven year situation, I was still working on music. So, mm-hmm. but the music was not. It just wasn't doing what I needed it to do. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like we had all of the – we had the beats, we had the things. It's like, nah, it's not giving what it needs to give. It's not the fact that I couldn't sing it. It's not the fact that I couldn't write it. It just wasn't in the right space. It wasn't the right time. And apparently it wasn't the right people.
0: Mm. I mean, let's tap into a little bit more of that because Mm -hmm. you linked up with a new group of individuals. I did. Uh, But before we tap into Loop Theory – what do you feel like the past people that you were linked to with was holding you back musically?
1: That's that is actually a hard question. Um, I can't even say they were holding me back musically. It was more so just from a self stance because it's like, let's flip it the other way. Not to say that I was holding them back, but it's the fact that mm. I was more supporting what it is that they were looking for versus me supporting what it is I needed for self.
0: OK. That's so deep.
1: It's, it's more or less um, one of those mutual agreement type of things. And I had to make it a mutual agreement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> says with a smile. Mm, I, so, I wish I could see a face. So <laughs> <laughs> says with a smile. So it's there were some hard conversations that had to be had or honestly, no conversation at all. It's like, oh, I bet.
0: Were you linking with with uh, Loop Theory? Do, yes. you, do you feel, you know, uh, a little more secure on the music side?
1: Absolutely. So here's the thing about Loop Theory and Scheme, we've known Scheme for a very long time. So being able to say, and let me tell you this, he was a resource even before Loop Theory for us. So it's like, if we needed something, he was like, yo, I got you. Um, if we had a question, whatever you need. Oh, Ooh, I almost got theory. I did, because it's like, that type of support it was it was just Kyle and I. And Kyle is I produce wonders. I produce wonders is the individual, the producer, the man of the hour that has been producing um, pretty much everything that we have out. So that is Paradise. That is um, the current single, which is SS4. And uh, my first initial EP that is out called Looking Glass. Kyle handled all of that. So it had just been Kyle and I trying to figure out, OK, you know, we were sending the emails um, all the correspondence pulling together the media kits, talking to the resources, trying to see what it is that we can do out here in said streets. And if we ever needed a particular thing or had a particular question, he is one, one person for me that has always kept it a thousand. He has been 10 toes down since I met him. And I was like, what can we do now? Like, what's next from here? Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those, like, I'm so glad that Um, I have him as a manager, a teammate for any questions that I have, any ideas that I want to bounce off. And so he's like, whatever, it's whatever you want to do. It's like, look, how can so we make this happen yes so <laughs> it and it also feels good to have somebody else that can see all points so sometimes kyle and i will sit here and be like okay this and this and this he'll give us another perspective mm-hmm. if that makes sense so we have you know our strategy calls we'll sit and say okay what's next with this what else can we do from here because he'll give us some alternatives depending on how things are looking okay. so um or just say yes this works this is how we can do this or it's like this is the plan that i have He was like i love that let's go for it so 10 out of 10, chef's Kiss. Um, would recommend. Yes, yes, would recommend Loop Theory and, and the squad over there. Um, you're talking about somebody that is really about their business um, for you, the business of you, and making sure that you are happy with the outcome.
0: The music you're making now is sensational.
1: <laughs> you know, it,
0: it, it has a vibe. You see me in with his singing italics. paradise. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was telling you earlier, for me to listen to music, I have certain music I have to be in a certain mood. I feel it. And... I mean, even even tapping into like how your past was as far as like you dealt with a group, does that put you in like a place of complacency where it's harder for you to be in a position you is now and wanna let somebody come in and, and help out?
1: So I am actually a perfectionist, um, specifically in my work. Um, so, and when it comes down to even releasing music, it has to sound and feel. If I can't feel it, it's not going anywhere if the actual audio aspect of it, if it's not hitting the way I need it to hit, like per example, if, if I'm not hearing a whole 360, like as soon as I put my headphones on, like I asked for, if, if the, if the audio bit, like the background vocals aren't doing this, like I need them to with that little watery effect on it. Like if it's not sounding like I'm underwater, if it's not sounding like I'm on the phone or if it's not sounding like I'm in your head, like I'm, it's not feeling like um, intrinsic and you know, introspective. Like these are my thoughts. It's not going anywhere because I'm like, that's using this as an example. But there's a song that we're trying to like, we're actually in the process of working on right now. This will be the next single that I need it to sound like that. It needs to hit like that. And I need to be in your head. If it's not giving you that, if this song doesn't sound like your thoughts, it's not going anywhere. I'm not doing it right. I didn't explain myself correctly. And so... It does take a little bit of time bringing it back forward to answer your question to be able to say, this is what I'm looking for. This is how we're used to reaching out. And it's like at the same time frame, though, I am somebody who's flexible because if as a creative, you can't just want things the way you want it and forget that this whole thing is it's it's team. It's collaborative. So it's like you ask them to be a part of your team because you trusted them enough based off their experience. And so if you can't trust this person, then they shouldn't be working with you. No way.
0: R&B. Yeah. How, how do you feel the genre is performing? Because me personally, it's one of my preferred genres. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you make it R&B music, how how has that been for you with, with you know, with you being in a genre? Have you seen any things that is is it more challenging than hip hop? Because hip hop has the, the lead way. So
1: it, it does. And I think R&B has actually transitioned to what pop used to be. Okay. So, and what do I, what do I mean by that? It's because there's so many different styles in which exist in R&B that actually exist and if you just take a listen to some of the individuals who are, you know, categorized as pop, it's like, "Bro, that's the same thing." So, it it just depends. I'm like I I love it. So, it's I like that we're able to say this is R&B and try different things. So, it's like I I love I love what we did here. So, I'm like R&B with a touch of EDM. R&B with a touch of just a number of different things. We've um, got traditional R&B that's making a you know a comeback too. I don't know if you noticed that, mm-hmm. but like some of the mm-hmm. the the '90s. Oh,
0: it's a lot of that.
1: And we're not not some like of it's that. just it's a lot of that. But given that, not I'm not even talking about the remixes. Like you know, it's like oh we're gonna remake this '90s joint. Like no, no, they're really bringing that style back. The clothes with it too. I was like oh we just <laughs> we got the starter pack. We're just gonna adopt it. Oh, I love <laughs> to see it. So it's. But it's I love that, being able to see stuff from like when I was a little kid coming back and just being able to see where it's situated versus even trying a new step. So I think probably the best example I have of what R&B has transitioned into would be Janae Aiko and SZA. I'm like, they are the pinnacles of what um, neo-R&B look like, in my opinion. Because you have something that's super soft and subtle, and it gives you just other... Because they both think, and they're both water signs, Yeah, you got a Pisces and you got... I want to say, SZA is a Scorpio. That's what I thought, but it's just like they give you different, different ways of of how to position a record mm-hmm. and what it could look like. From talking about love, from talking about life, SZA always talking about you know a man doing her dirty um, in various different aspects. But she's telling this to you like she's writing her diary. So it's it's nice to hear different aspects versus it being an ABA record.
0: Mm. I produce wonders. Yep. He produced majority of your records. That's correct. It's not easy finding a producer that's good at making R&B records. That's correct. How has it been for you to have I Produce Wonders on your side? How impactful oh, has that been for you? Cause,
1: working with him, oof. that's he is... So how we even got together on music, it, it wasn't even something that we were attempting to do. Okay. So with who I was initially starting out with, some of the songs and references that we had, it was just cool to be a part of a particular uh, group and say, okay, this is what we're doing Kyle was like, you can do better than that. I was like, all right, bet. So what do we, what does that look like? Instead of me just singing under individuals or individuals treating their records a certain way, <laughs> um, <laughs> to me being able to stand out and say, All right, cool, these are the elements, these are the textures, this is the vibe, you down. All right, bet. Let's try a couple things. And so being able to say, like with the the first time we actually sat down and worked on some things was I'm like, we actually we have a ton of music, but for what we pulled together to create uh looking glass um inspiration behind that was Jesus at the time what? so hmm so you can hear some of the elements um in that
0: wow yep <laughs>
1: so that was the inspiration for that um and uh al Ferrell. i would definitely say al Ferrell because of some of just the nuances and the vocals and the texture of it for just the, the looking glass record itself now today It's whatever we want. You know, it's like, okay, because he'll ask me all the time, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Because he'll produce something. He'll come up with a loop. I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. What else you got? Or he'll go through um, some of the instruments. I'm like, okay, I love that. Because a lot of what we're looking at now, um, I am a a strings heavy person. So it doesn't just have to be um, a guitar, it can also be um, a violin, whatever the case may be. I love the sound of it. It is. that's also what our vocal cords are, they're strings. So, being able to complement any record like that is amazing. So, just as an example, like, you're like, okay, what are we trying to do with the texture of that? Like, yeah, somebody can come in and do a solo, but we're going we gonna to amp it. What are we going to do? We're going to distort it. What are we trying to do? So, it sounds
0: like y'all in the studio heavy together. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah. So, when y'all make a record, y'all make the record. It's not like he pre-sends a beat. It sounds, well, he probably does, but yeah. it sounds like he still makes sure he uh, wraps the record around what you're doing which yep. is real production. Yep. Uh, I mean, but as we get close to, to wrapping things up, yeah, I want to tap back into the R&B scene because Chicago is, is a melting pot. It is. You know what I'm saying? A melting pot of everything. But what, who are some uh, additional features you like to work with on the R&B side as, as well as the hip-hop side?
1: Mm, that's a good question. That's difficult because I actually... I'm still working on my sound, so being able to ask collectively who from the crib could complement what I have. Like, I will say, I am presently working with... um an artist who is here her name is toy no story so she is um no, you familiar is, with toy yeah, that's my I'm girl so we do have a couple uh records that we have worked on we got them in the tuck so we're just trying to clean them up and see what works it's like oh so like you asked the right question it's like ooh, i'm giving away my <laughs> secret but we do have some things that she and i are working on so if you don't know who toy is please go follow her she is toy no story it is T O I no story um but yeah that that is presently what i have going on but from the r&b side it's difficult because I hear the sound and it's like, okay, how can I get that to complement um, what I have going on and vice versa? So from that perspective, I'll have to sit with that. Cause I think about that quite often. It's like, okay, I see you. Yes, 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 yes. But how, how can I make it relative for both of us to make a cohesive record?
0: Collaborations ain't always easy neither. So mm-hmm. when you find that person that you like to work with, it's like adding gravy on top of some some rice and chicken it just marinates well you know yeah. what i'm saying um i mean ss4 yeah what's ss4 cuz t- i am still uh, trying to learn the meaning but between-
1: so <laughs> ss4 ss4 is summer sessions 4 so what Kyle so you were talking about how we pull together these records so Kyle will sometimes if he's in like a good trade of mine he'll be like okay I got this record but I got this record and he'll pull together a pack and then they'll all have a same similar theme this came out of a pack of four um and they all had a similar theme springtime and summer and so this one I was like oh no this is not going anywhere because one of the other homies ganked the record I was like it's like you can't have this one Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) Uh, we ended up working on summer sessions. So this is summer sessions four. Summer sessions three I have. But yeah, summer sessions four is just that. It's summer sessions. So it was also inspired by some of the homies that run a particular podcast. So shout out to them. But um I wanna give them a shout out? <laughs> it is the Barber Chair Network, right? Okay I'm like, I wanted to make sure I said it correctly. So yeah, it's the the homies over there. They are amazing. You know, they they cover all of the sports, um, just pretty much everything. We were just listening to their the Bears sadness before we got here, but um, Poor bears. Poor but bears. they they would conduct a couple of summer sessions and then they had like a couple of events that would just, you know, pretty much bolster it. So that is where the thought for the summer sessions just came from. And I was like, oh, bro, summer sessions for that's because it was it fits so well. I was like, mm, we're going to keep that one.
0: Asia, you got to give out uh, your social handles and let oh. people know, you know, if you got anything upcoming as far as shows, maybe a possible uh ep album or anything
1: you've been asking for this even <laughs> like where's this ep at girl <laughs> uh, <laughs> i do have another single on the way so we are definitely working on that um we we missed our window for it because there are a few um aspects that we need to elements that need to be added to it so i'm not certain if we're gonna have a double release for this coming month but we will see um but that is pretty much what's next uh for right now and i also have some other um just things that I want to pull together from the media side so that I can start pulling together some of these live performances. Now, I don't have anything on the um, on the books yet from that perspective, but, of course, if you're trying to book, please reach out. Um, but um, for that being said, I'm just making sure that um, for any of the songs that we're going through, I want to be able to start talking about them a little bit more and doing some of those live performances so that they are captured and have a place to live on social media, which you can find me at on both Twitter, Threads, and uh, Instagram, of course, at Who is Asia? That is W H O I S A S X like xylophone Xavier A. Because okay.
0: <laughs> people, you know, they get that confused. That what they say, uh uh-uh.
1: <laughs> She ain't say that way. Ah, uh-uh, she says V.